Welcome to Mom's Life Made Simple, the podcast for moms who want to go from chaos to calm, from overwhelmed to organized, and to find balance between family responsibilities and personal growth. I'm your host, Chanel Nielsen. Let's make mom life simple. Hey guys, thanks for joining me on Mom's Life Made Simple. Today we're going to talk about writing and specifically how writing has changed my relationship with God. We're going to dive into scripture study and prayer and specific techniques that that I use that I recommend and also how writing becomes a process of receiving. I am really excited for this episode. I think you'll learn a lot. And before we start talking about that, let me share the review of the week. This comes from Heather Delaney, who said, I love this podcast. Chanel is authentic and inspiring and truly cares about her listeners. She has really helped me on my motherhood journey. So thank you, Heather. I appreciate that so much. If you haven't yet, please go and leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you like this episode, share it with a friend. That helps the podcast to grow, and I thank you for doing that. Now, this topic we're going to talk about, which is writing and how writing has deepened my relationship with the Savior. I first really saw the power of writing in my scripture study when I was at college. I had a project that was for one of my religion classes, and what I did was I would read a chapter of scripture, and then I would write my insights after. And I did this for the entire, I think it was the whole Book of Mormon, and wrote down all my insights as I read. And what I noticed, I had read the Book of Mormon several times before this experience, but I got so much out of it. As I was writing, sometimes I would feel like I didn't really have that much to write, but because it was an assignment, I needed to find something. And so I would look back and realize, oh yeah, I could write about that, or that was really good. And as I would start to write, more would come to me. And I wanted to point that out because that's something that has continued in my life. And we'll get into that a little bit more. But sometimes we think that reading is receiving, that we're going to get what we need from reading. I want to kind of tell you something different today, and that is this. Writing is receiving. I don't think we often think of it that way. We think, well, writing is something that's coming from me. Writing is my insights. Writing is, you know, my voice, what I got from this. But often what we're writing is what we're receiving. So I'm going to share a thought from John Pointius who talks about that there are three voices in your head. There is your voice. Your voice tries to figure stuff out. It's often questioning. It's trying to figure out what to do, what's right, what's truth, working on that. There is also the voice of the Spirit. We know all people have the light of Christ. They have that voice just prompting them to do right. Disney has portrayed it as Jiminy Cricket, your conscience, or in Emperor's New Groove. You have your shoulder angel and your shoulder shoulder devil. We'll get to that in a minute. We see that in a lot of cartoons, right? This little voice talking to you, telling you to do what's right. That is a real thing. You often hear that voice reminding you of your worth, reminding you of your children's worth, reminding you to do 
the right thing to go and help someone to, you know, whatever that is. And sometimes we get these little nudges that don't even necessarily seem like a good thing. They, they're not bad, but it sort of seems neutral. We're not sure what to make of it. And immediately what often happens when, when we get that thought, that nudge from the spirit, we immediately hear that other voice. Now, the other voice is Satan and his minions that like to pop up and tell us all the reasons we shouldn't do those things. And then we have our own voice trying to distinguish what is, what should I do? And so these three voices are constantly going on in our minds, and we don't always know which is which. The more that we can tune in, first of all, be aware of the fact that there's more than just us in our minds. There are other forces at work. Be aware of that and then really get clear on how God speaks to you, how Satan's hosts try to dissuade you from what you've heard, and what your own voice sounds like. The more you're going to make better decisions and the more you're going to understand. Writing things down is going to make this much clearer. Now, let me explain. I found this story online. This is from the blog DellaTaylor.com. And she was using this three voices idea from John Pointius. And she shares an experience that I think will make this easier to understand. She said, I found it easier to identify the still small voice about things I knew were right. For example, I went to the grocery store to buy some milk and decided to pick up this tasty almond pastry that I love to share with my husband. I always go through the self-checkout because it's faster. I scanned my items but couldn't find the code for the pastry. I finally decided to click on the donut one since they're in the same glass case right next to each other. But it only rang up as 68 cents and I was pretty sure that they were a dollar something. When finishing up my checkout and paying the automatic, automated machine, I heard the Lord's prompting, pay the correct price, tell the checker. Then I heard, oh, it doesn't really matter. It's not that much of a difference. After all, it wasn't listed on the screen. We know whose voice that was, right? Then I rationalized in my head, maybe I didn't see the right price. Maybe it is the same price. It doesn't really matter. It's about the same price. But then I thought, in my own voice, I want to do the right thing. And I told the guy that I didn't click on the right icon because I didn't find it on there and probably owe more money. He thanked me for my honesty and I paid the extra 70 cents. That was the easiest one to identify the voices. All three were there. Now, I think you'll notice in your experience, as you start to pay attention, that all three are there. And often, the way that it happens, and this is interesting because Disney has this right, I think, in The Emperor's New Groove, the shoulder angel and the shoulder devil have a little conversation with each other. And I think that that's what happens. And we're kind of in between. And then we start to, we listen to what's going on, this debate between the two of them. And then we start to rationalize if we're going with the devil, the shoulder devil side, or we start to listen to that higher higher idea. But we have to kind of work it out. But if you notice, if you start to pay attention, you'll see that bo both of these voices are there. So what does this have to do with writing and how writing has changed my relationship with God? Well, when I write, 
I am able to receive those thoughts more clearly. And I'm able to really pay attention to the thoughts that I'm having. It becomes very clear when you see it written down on paper, which thoughts belong to which person. I did an exper- uh, had an experience recently with a mentor that I'm working with, and she had us write two columns. One was called the dream, and the other was, yeah, but. And she said, she gave us a certain amount of time, and she asked us to just free write, just write whatever comes to mind about this dream, about this thing that you want to have happen. And anything that's positive, that feels good, write in the dream side. And as you have these, yeah, but that could never happen, or you're not good enough to make that happen, or whatever thoughts that come up keeping you from your dream, write those in the yeah, but column. And it was very interesting to see what happened as we just wrote, as we wrote, writing is receiving. You are writing down the thoughts that are being broadcast into your mind and capturing them on paper allows you to be very clear about where they're coming from. Part of the reason for that is because when you're writing, you're slowing down. We see in the scriptures often the injunction to be still, be still. You are very still when you're writing. Your body is still, your hand is moving, and you're able to be this conduit for the thoughts coming into your mind. Be still and write. Try that out. Be still and write and record what's being given to you. So I'm going to give you three ways that you can try this out because this is going to be, it's cool to hear about, but it's much more powerful to do and I encourage you to do it. So three ways. Number one, write your prayers. Do you guys remember the book, The Help? Abilene is a maid in that book and she writes her prayers. And I have this awesome quote from the book that says, so she's talking about writing and this is Abilene's voice. Abilene says, can't be much different than writing my prayers every night. Find I can get my point across a lot better writing them down. I write an hour, sometimes two every day. Minnie says, we all on a party line to God, but you, you setting right in his ear. Okay, I love that quote. I love that book. Such a good book. But I love this quote because Minnie says, we can all communicate with God but I recognize that you have this closer relationship with him. And look at this. Abilene is being still and writing her prayers to God. I am not proud to admit that sometimes when I pray, particularly at night, my nighttime prayers, I'm falling asleep while I'm doing it. And I'm trying to pray and I'm trying to have this conversation with God. And yet I'm half asleep and Sometimes it's not very meaningful. I just am ready for bed. But when I take the time to write down my prayers, something amazing happens. First, I slow down and I'm very mindful of what I want to say to God because I'm writing it down. Second, I can record. I'm sitting there with a pen in my hand and I'm able to record the answers as I get them. It becomes a conversation not just a one-way communication like my nighttime prayers. Bless this kid, bless this kid, amen, right? It becomes this 
conversation and I write it down and I can see that more is going on than just me asking for things. We are in communication. When you write your prayers, I think that you'll see that that is your experience too. And I want to say, I know a lot of my listeners are LDS like me. We have been taught to, you know, this certain format for prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank thee, we ask thee in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. On a mission, that's what I taught. That's what we teach our children. That is a good format and a good starting place, but it's not the only way to pray. Of course, we want to always pray in the Savior's name, but we can really share our feelings and our thoughts and our questions and our emotions. It's okay to share our emotions with the Lord. And we can unedit ourselves and let ourselves really open ourselves up to communication. And as you write, you'll find that that becomes even more powerful. So the second way to try this is to write your insights from scripture. This is like I mentioned with my school project in college. So as I wrote in this project, I didn't always have things that were like, okay, that was a good scripture, but I don't really know um, what I want to say about it. Like, I don't really have anything in particular that I want to write. But as I wrote, more insights came because writing is receiving. So I just had this experience this morning. I read a chapter of scripture. It was a war chapter in Alma. And it was good. It was fine. But I didn't really get a ton from it. And I had my scripture journal. And so I wrote, okay, well, just a few basic thoughts about, you know, the war, about their fortifications, about whatever came to mind. And then the next thing I wrote was, where is Christ in this chapter? That didn't come from me, that question. That was an inspired question. And then I'm like, wow, well, where is he? We know the Book of Mormon is another testament of Jesus Christ. So where is he in this chapter about war? And then I kind of looked over the chapter again, and I thought deeper about the, the people in this chapter. Where was he in this man's life? Where was he in the army's life? Where was he in the Nephite's life? And I had all these cool insights come to me, and I wrote those down. Writing is receiving. I had not received that insight just from reading. It came from going to that next level and writing down. Now, I will say, I want to I make sure and add this. This does not have to be this hour-long process. I know this, this podcast is for moms. I get it. We have a lot going on. You can do this with one verse. You can read one verse. You can write what came to you from that one verse, and you can have a spiritual experience with one verse. Don't make it harder than it needs to be, and don't wear yourself out trying to do all of this. But are you using writing to receive what he wants you to receive from your scripture study? Okay, number three, write a question. Okay, this is a whole process that I use. So write a question, pray, read, and then write down all the thoughts that come to you as an answer. So let's break down what's happening here. You write a question. This can be 
a doctrinal question, like something you want to know in the gospel, but this can also be, you know, a question, something that's going on in your family, something that you are concerned about. Maybe you have a talk to give. What should I talk about? It can be anything. What is your question? What's the question on your heart? And one way I like to think about this, if you were able to meet with the Lord face to face, if let's say you have a daily meeting, you get to go to him every day because you do. You get to go to him every day and you get to ask him whatever you want to ask him. What would you ask him today? What guidance are you seeking? What are you looking for? Write that down. That's your question. Then you pray to invite the spirit. Okay, I want to be with you. I want to hear what you have to, to say to me. And here's the question that I'm looking for answers for. Then you read. Now, I think that we have this idea. We've been taught, if you need an answer, read and pray. And sometimes we read the scriptures and we're like, okay, well, I read about this war in the Nephite times and it had nothing to do with the problem that I'm having with my kid. So am I really getting answers from the scriptures? I would say you're kind of missing this part of this whole process. And this little extra pieces of the puzzle are going to help you to get those answers. Because after you read, you know what comes next. You write. So in your journal, it will say the question that you asked. You've just gotten your heart ready. You've prayed. You've read. You are ready to receive. And then write down any thoughts that come to you. As you write, more answers will come. They will. Because you are ready to receive. Okay, this process, the things that I've shared with you, have absolutely changed my relationship with God. I am able to hear him more easily, more readily. I know uh, the things that he wants me to do. I know the way that he speaks to me. And that's going to be different for all of us. And so we have to figure that out. We have to learn how he's speaking to us. Writing will help you to recognize it so that when, like the story I shared earlier, when you're at the grocery store and you have this moment where you've underpaid for something, you can recognize whose voice it is telling you to do what you need to do. So I hope this has been helpful. I, If you are getting started on journaling and you want to be a better journal, journaler, definitely go check out the Write Your Life journaling course. Not only will it teach you techniques that will really help you to improve your journaling and to make it more meaningful, it'll teach you how to make journaling a habit. So it's not a one-time thing. It's not something you get into for a while and then you kind of let fall by the wayside. It can become a lifelong habit that will help you every single day. So you can get that at chanelnielsencoaching.com. Nope. You can get that at chanelnielsen.com forward slash journaling. Okay, have a great week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to Mom's Life Made Simple. Need some help making your mom life simple? I offer group coaching programs using my four-step method called the Mom's Method. This is a process of manifestation, organization, mobilization, and simplification that will give you the balance, progress, and joy you're looking for. Visit ChanelNielsen.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at Chanel Nielsen Coaching. I love to hear from you. Reach out with your questions, your feedback, and let me know how I can help make your mom life simple.